How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Garage Built Baits. I'm your host, Wyatt, from Buyer Lurico. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about the first time, or, you know, the first time throwing swim baits, but also my first season throwing swim baits. I would say about 80%, 80 to 85% of my 2023 open water fishing season was throwing strictly bigger baits so i'm talking like six inch like paddle tails up like i'm not i have five inch paddle tails and like a five inch paddle tail swim bait it's a smaller swim bait but i'm focusing on like six inches and up that's that was kind of my focus this year and had some success but let's dive into like why I decided to pursue this like side of fishing this is a very swim baits even though they're becoming more and more popular it's like a very niche thing like super super niche just within bass fishing itself and then just like the fishing world in and of itself but you see a lot of people having success with them so 2022 end of 2022 kind of winding down uh, my fishing season and going into winter i was pursuing different media to keep myself occupied while at work so i was listening to podcasts and i was listening to the cast and crank podcast with nick and he was talking with a guy from Swimbait Underground, and he was talking to Mr. Butch Brown about making a tiny boat, and it was, like, being donated or given away or something. I don't remember all the parameters of it, but Butch was rigging it up just like how he has his boat. And I was like, oh, this is, like, really cool. Like, I'm I'm into that. Those tiny boat builds are really cool. wanted to listen. And then I was listening, and I'm hearing this gentleman, Mr. Butch Brown, talk about fishing big baits in Southern California. And initially, like, I wasn't gravitating towards it because I'm like, oh, that's not really relatable to me because we don't have double-digit fish, like, in the Midwest where I'm at. And, like, don't get me wrong, you can catch, like, lots of different species that are going to be big, but you're not going to get really any double digit bass that's like a one in a billion thing but anyway i started listening to mr brown more and more and i was like i really like this dude i like where he's coming from uh he's funny he's kind of sassy i was like i want to listen to more episodes with specifically with this guy and there's a couple more and so i was listening and hearing him and how he approaches fishing and how all he throws is like swim baits he's mr swim bait 24 7 and i was like okay that's cool then i heard him talk about how his lake breaks down and what his what these bass these double digit bass what their primary forage is and it's all these trout that are stocked and i'm like well what the fuck i was like there's clear reservoirs in my area just like southern california clear deep water reservoirs and i'm like they have trout in them they have 
trout stocked in them. And there's also bass in quite a few of these, along with some other things, but we'll get into that. And so I was like, well, man, if that sets up that way, why can't I have success doing that here? And then seeking out other things, and then you see, you know, that I hear about, like, southern trout eaters and you know those people throwing big baits for trout over on the over on the east coast area and then like looking into different people who are having regular success and different different media that I can consume and found scales and tails with Adrian who's a cool dude love what he's doing with his podcast and with his magazine and just in the swim bait community in general and like it's a crazy community but it's still like a super niche thing amongst fishing like swim baits are popular and a lot of people are having success with them and they're getting more and more popular and there's more and more baits coming out from what i've seen and it's like a really exciting time right now and i feel like i picked a good time to like come into it but it just all falls back to it's like my water is setting up the same way kind of how a southern california reservoir was set up there's it seems like there's um a lot of similarities you know there's also a lot of differences over there they have decent weather year round they don't have to worry about ice or whatever and they have f1 and like southern strain bass over there so different different genetics versus midwest northern strain bass here and then we have to contend with winter and having 14 inches of ice on the water and so i was like there's some differences but i don't know i don't see why this wouldn't work and so I started seeking out other stuff. I joined Swimbait Universe. I joined Swimbait Universe on Facebook. I joined Swimbait Underground on the forum online. And then looking into people, found Marshall, the homeless fisherman. And I'm like, this dude's legit. This dude's awesome. F instant follow. And when his videos get out, like come out, always look forward to them and just love what he's doing like he's honestly living the dream and then finding other creators like spice camp fish super cool dude talk to him a lot hopefully could have him on the podcast soon and finding these people that are having success finding people that are fishing like big swim baits i was like this is awesome and like swim baits always seemed kind of like a novelty you see like youtubers post like fishing with like expensive japanese bait or like fishing with huge swim baits like at urban pond or pond hopping swim bait challenge new swim bait unboxing super expensive you know stuff like that and i watched then like when those would come out i watched them a bit i watched like when Weston Smith like was getting into swim baits and he had a bunch of different things and he was 
seemed like he was really fishing like a working class zero a lot and then uh watching um watching some other people like Mr. John B had some stuff and I think like everybody was kind of doing you know like a little bit and I think like John B never got into it like super hard he's like kind of all around just a good fisherman like he's a lot of techniques but I don't think he like ever really like super got into it and that always just seemed like a novelty because those YouTube videos I feel like were kind of a novelty for them to make as well and and it's like you know you're watching somebody throw like a jackal gantrell and it's like 40 bucks or something and I'm like gosh like that's expensive for a lure versus now I'm like oh you know your mind changed shifts so you're like oh that's not that bad for for a swim bait especially like it being plastic um and then I dabbled in swim baits a little bit when I made that rat wake bait back in like it was like 2018 I made that rat wake bait and I was like had success on that had very good success on that but it was a light enough like bait that I didn't have to have a special setup for it but it's still it's still like a good size bait it's not a small bait by any means and the first fish that I caught when I moved down to Florida was on that rat wake bait that was the first bass I caught it was maybe you know like two pounds or something like that it wasn't maybe even a pound and a half I don't know those Florida fish are a little different they're the ones I caught were never like super fat but they're always like pretty long and so I had success with like doing rat wake baits and I always thought that was cool I love that so now it's kind of like dipping my toe in the water back in 2018 and then when I was in Florida the uh one one bait company company specifically is very popular since it I said I think they're based down there and that's gambler lures and they got the big easy paddle tails so I threw that around a lot towards the end of me being there didn't get a fish a lot but I threw that bait around quite a bit and never I didn't I didn't nearly fish enough to like have any success on it but I liked throwing it around because there's always that possibility of catching a big one especially since like one of the lakes that I like to fish down there I was talking to this old timer one time and he was like oh yeah dude caught a 14 pound bass out of here and I was like holy shit and so that always kind of kept me going to like fish that Although I'm very thankful that I'm no longer in Florida because I want a kayak, but kind of like the whole gator situation, like it's a little freaky when you're on a kayak and even when you're fishing from the bank and you're seeing six foot plus gators, a uh, little, little unnerving, especially since I feel like those gators are kind of used to like fishing commotion. And so I've almost caught a few alligators, but that's a different story. Um, so let's talk about, let's talk about like my swim baits getting started and we'll talk about my setup. So 
I, for my reel, I had a, uh, an older Corrado, an older Bantam Corrado from Shimano. Uh, it's the CU201 left-handed reel, 200 size reel. It's like from, you know, the early 2000s. So older reel, had a Gomexis power handle with that, that thing, that, real is a workhorse i'm like literally only the second owner of it the guy that i bought it from could no longer was no longer like able to fish as much as he'd liked because of health issues and he's like i haven't used this very much i bought it brand new and it's a great condition and if you if you want it it's on sale um I'm selling it right now to help fund other endeavors. And then I was like, well, I'm going to build a swim bait rod because I don't really want to. I was like, I kind of want this rod, like, specifically. uh, I want to build a rod that I think that I would like and kind of what I think I need that can do a little bit of everything. And so I settled on building a rod on a 7-Eleven heavy mod fast blank from Mudhole Tackle. It's their MHS line of blanks. And then the guides are the guides are like their medium duty laser CRB guides. And those have held up really well. I've been impressed with those. I like the performance of those. They're a little pricey too, but they come in a kit. And then, which I thought would just be easy, just having a kit like that for the guides. And then I have a carbon fiber, almost like kind of split grip handle. I like that style. It's full like handle, but like it has a swell, like a dip in the middle. And so I feel like that, uh, that helps. And uh, it's a, it's a very light rod. It is a little tip heavy, but since I'm mainly using baits where I retrieve like tip down it's not I don't feel like it's an issue and then recently I got a new reel for it I upgraded I got a new Corrado K201 and hopefully I'm gonna get some a new handle for that here in the near future just because I like those bigger handles we we'll try a different Comexis handle I'm gonna try like the flat knobs see if I like that and so that that's why I set up using a twenty pound fluorocarbon P line. Um, I am going to switch next year to seventeen pound either P line or Invisex. I think the P line held up pretty well, but as far as like I had some instances where I casted off baits, and that really pissed me off. But I think that was more user error where I should have retied after casting so much especially around some of the stuff that I was casting around so that was definitely a my bad situation and I think that I learned pretty quickly to retie pretty religiously because I'm very confident in my not always use San Diego jam for fluorocarbon and mono so I'm pretty confident in that knot 
but I just need to retie more. Especially you're throwing these heavier baits. There's a lot more torque and momentum behind them. <laughs> so, yeah. But let's talk about some of the first swim baits I had. So, starting out, one of the first like trying to get an arsenal going. I ended up signing up for a raffle on Universe and I won one of the prizes which was a six inch G2 punker and a Baca burrito, a six inch Baca burrito and a Toxic Baits frog. And I have none of those baits anymore. All of those got traded off. Didn't really fish them. I traded that Baca for a HUD. Ended up casting off that HUD. It was a 68 special. And then I was able to... I bought some baits as well. I bought a couple Savage Gear baits. I bought like the 3D Shine Glide. Like the 5-inch version or something. And a pretty light bait, honestly. And sold that off later never used it and then I had a six inch pulse tail trout that's like a cool bait kind of a uh you know kind of like a, a hud but I think it fishes like better faster and then a 3d pulse tail line through bluegill haven't even fished that yet um haven't really fished a ton of bluegill baits and then when I was starting off I like bought a Gantarell and the dude threw in a knockoff Titan Clash with that which is actually like pretty cool like the it's in like a baby bass pattern which I really like it's like totally different than the DRT one but it's like a pretty cool pattern and dude threw it in for free so I was like all right and I was a little hesitant on like the TK and the K9 initially but I've had some good success on the TK I feel like and I'll be throwing that a lot more this year I feel like <laughs> and what else did I have initially a Gantrell <coughs> those Savage Gear baits oh and then I bought the do it S waiver uh clone swim baits those are like you know six inch like like kind of like river to cs waivers and so i was like well that would be cool because i can make some videos where i'll paint these and then i'll go and fish them and i fished my rainbow trout pattern quite a bit and had success on that and it has a little bit of rash and it has a little bit of teeth marks on it and it's kind of cool kind of realizing that that bait's not really where it's at as far as baits go. Um, just fish the shit out of it though this year, and those are kind of those are kind of like what I had initially. And over the whole year, there's a lot of buy sell trade, buy sell trade, buy sell trade. Get myself new stuff, better stuff, and like. I was pretty, I'm pretty excited about that. I'm going to do a swim bait arsenal video uh, for the main channel so I can like show what I have right now and 
I'm pretty excited for that. So go be on the lookout for that on the Buyer Lure Co. channel. But my success so far, so the first fish that I got on on a swim bait, on a rod that I built, on a bait that I painted because I was fishing that six inch do it S waiver in that rainbow trout pattern. And I was fishing it at a lake that has bass, has pike, has big trout and pretty clear water. And I threw it over by these rocks fishing from the bank, threw it by this big rock pile that gets its transition to like deeper water. And I had this little pike on it, probably like an 18 inch pike, I would say, not a huge one, kind of just a little snot rocket. And I see it following and literally the fall before I had like a 40 inch pike follow a bucktail swim not a not a swim a bucktail jig in that I tied so I see it and it's following my little s waiver clone and I pause it and I gave it two quick two quick real inputs and it darted side to side real quick and that pike just T-boned it, just crushed it. It was so cool. I was so hyped. And I netted it, and it got all tangled up in my net. And I took, I was like, it was like treble hooks flying around and snot rocket pike flying around. And I didn't want to get my hand near that, so I didn't. So I took some pictures of it in the net. was pretty hype. And then the first bass that I caught was on that same bait at a little, like, shitty town pond one of my coworkers told me about. He's like, oh, yeah, there's fish in there. And he's, like, a trout fisherman. So, like, they stock trout in there for, like, little kids and stuff. But he's like, oh, my girlfriend caught a 24-inch trout in there and yada, 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 and this, that, and the other. I was like, okay, cool. And he's like, oh, there's bass and pike in there too. I'm like, all right, that's kind of more my speed. I was like, I'll take a, I was like, I'll take a pike, but I'll also take a bass, mainly a bass. And I, it was rainy. And so I had my rain suit on and I, it was, I was fished the whole, the whole pond from the bank that I could with that S waiver. And just wasn't having any success. It was kind of a shitty day. It didn't really see any followers or anything. And that was a thing. Fishing swim baits, I've seen so much more fish than I probably would have because I see a lot of followers. I see a lot of fish like gravitating towards these swim baits. So they have like a ton of drawing power. I've seen like huge trout that I would have never seen if I hadn't have been throwing a big bait and them like and it just like drawing them in no no commits on the with the big trout but I was like all right I was getting done I flipped it in next to a drainage pipe because there's water flowing in because it was raining so I pushed it there and I work it across um where the current is and then I'm working it along the bank like right close to the bank parallel and 
had this little maybe 12 inch bass just hammer it i think it was more of a territorial like get out of my face thing like aggression but a catch is a catch it was like hooks and mouth it was i was so hype and was showing off this little bass and hoot and holler and like showing it off to like the people driving by and i was like hell yeah and i was so hype and i was wearing my bad news bass flat bill and i'm like i'm a swim bait fisherman like this is where it's at i only throw big baits now <laughs> and was super hype about it but as far as like the swim baits go for the year i haven't caught anything super substantial i would say there's only been like one fish that i was like super proud of this year that came on a swim bait but I also recently got a kayak, and so that kind of changes the game for you, for me as well. And then I caught a tiny bass on a gantrell fishing from the bank, and I caught a pike on that gantrell on my kayak fishing a weed line in a transition zone from deep water, and also caught probably like a pound and a half bass on that knock off tiny clash and then the biggest bass that I had I think that's like that's a lot of my catches for the year oh no I've caught a, I caught a couple more pike on that on that s waiver knockoff that I had and then my biggest bass of the year came on and I have a video out of me fishing that day it's on the Buyer Lurico channel. Go check it out. And so my biggest fish of 2023 came on that Savage Gear Pulse Tail Trout. It's a six-inch trout imitator. Soft plastic bait. Or it's, you know, like silicone or something. But we've always had a lot of success with soft, soft plastics. Have a lot of confidence in them versus hard baits. And... I was fishing one of these reservoirs or one of these lakes where it's pretty clear, it's pretty deep, there's a lot of like, there's a lot of drop-offs and deep transition points and so I was fishing parallel to this area that had a weed line on the bank that transitioned into deeper water. And so I was throwing this parallel to the outside of the sweet line and I uh, just kept going down the bank fishing parallel like that. Um, found some success, caught about a three pound bass. It was about, it's, it was about three pounds because it was about an 18 inch fish. There, I feel like that fish was every bit of three pounds. So like a very respectable midwest bass didn't get an official weight on it so not my pb midwest bass but it probably was um and i was pretty hype about it that was the only fish that i caught that day and right after i caught that fish just went right home because i was like this is i'm just i was like i'm gonna ride this high for as long as i can i was super stoked about it and was very very happy and 
the next fishing trip is when I cast it off that bait at a different lake and should have retied like right after I caught that fish should have retied and like all the pike that I caught I retie right after or I'll check my line right after but that was one of the biggest things that I learned is retie 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 and I say that like other people that fish swim baits a lot they say that a lot retie 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 so transitioning into kind of how my lakes set up and the different species of fish in them so where I'm in in the Black Hills like it is mostly a trout fishing haven and I'm gonna go as far as to say it's one of the most underrated trout fisheries in the United States I'm gonna go as far as to say that and actually if you want to come trout fishing with me specifically we can do that if you go to my link my Airbnb experience link and you can book a trip with me it's gonna start in the spring literally right after ice out after I you know get my life together and everything with getting my new fishing license and whatnot but it'll start right after ice out that'll be one of the perfect times to go it'll go through summer summer's kind of a trashy time to fish for trout uh, just because it's harder and that warm water is like pretty hard on them as well but definitely go check out the link but as far as like my fisheries go there's a lot of trout there's a lot of places that stock trout we have brook trout brown trout rainbow trout there's a couple fisheries with that stock cutthroat trout which will be interesting this year to pursue there's a fishery around me that stocks tiger trout there's two reservoirs around me that stock lake trout there's a lot of fisheries around me that have pike there's a couple fisheries that have smallmouth around me which will be really i pursued a couple of times this past summer unsuccessfully um having yet to catch a, a smallmouth that'd be cool a lot of these fisheries have pike and a fair number of these fisheries have largemouth bass which is going to be you know my primary target and there's also a couple of fisheries around me that have walleye in them which the midwest goes absolutely ape shit over walleye and i've seen actually a couple people on the under swim bait underground forums like have success pursuing walleye with swim mage swim baits which is really cool they have a pattern figured out they have times of year figured out um i think that'd be really cool i think if i was to do that i would probably throw like i have not had a ton of success with walleye fishing it's not really my thing and this year hopefully i'm going to be going to lake oahe and fishing with one of my buddies and his brother that came out they came out and went fly fishing for trout went with them one time there's a hell of a great experience and so i'll want to go and fish for smallmouth and walleye and pike with them on lake oahe i think that'd be fun hopefully this spring make a trip out of it because I, I see, like, soft plastics working pretty well for uh, well, for walleye. Like, throwing, like, a uh, 
you know, like a make draft or something. But my some of my goals that I want to do is I want to catch a trout on a swim bait. So I'm looking to get a depths 115 there's this guy next state over in wyoming that has a lot of a lot of success fishing swim baits for trout which is really cool um and there's definitely like trophy sized trout in my area the biggest trout that i caught was 20 inches and that was just right at the tail end here so i have a couple smaller sized swim baits for trout that i want to try out and some of the biggest baits that I have this year I uh, want to use quite a few of as well I have a 7.8 inch paddle tail swim bait just a big bulky lure but it's really cool it's not it's a uh, epic boss from epic bait molds in collaboration with Nate Marling and threw that a couple times and I had some follows on it by some smaller bass which is really interesting and that was a pretty cool bait to fit it's a pretty cool bait to fish and then I have a six cents draw the nine inch one and repainted that in a rainbow trout pattern that video is coming out this Friday and I have a couple other baits that I'm really excited to throw this year. But a lot of my water sets up, it's like more clear water. There's usually sets up like it's pretty, there's like pretty deep transitions. It looks like looking at uh, lake maps and whatnot, trying to, you know, planning stuff out before I go out. But I'm pretty excited for it. So these lakes set up, they're deeper, have clear water, which is like perfect for glide bait fishing. And they usually tend to be a little bit colder. So I think there's going to be situations where slower glide baits are going to work very well. I think my game plan going into this spring for ice out uh, for you know bass trout and pike is going to be slower baits like really slow baits trying to trigger something I have a Roman made negotiator just could have fished that wide and slow and I have some no big huds but I have some six inch Huds and I have a couple 68 specials and just fish those slow and kind of like increase like my cadence as you know it starts to warm up and the fish start to warm up and they get a little more fired up so I'm pretty excited for for this new upcoming year and I'm very excited to be able to access more water with the kayak that I have and the kayak already has some swim bait stickers on it I gotta throw the swim bait underground sticker on it 
and so people know what I'm about but go going out and like interacting with people while I'm fishing these big swim baits has like been interesting I have not had somebody I'm kind of disappointed because I have not had somebody say what are you gonna catch a shark with that thing um when I had a canine this lady with marble red hanging out of her mouth she was like wow that looks like a fish you know it's a big nine inch bait and she has her marble red hanging out of her mouth fishing her worm and bobber kids around her fishing her worm and bobber and I'm like yeah yeah this is a big bait this is a pretty cool bait I'm not gonna tell you how much I paid for this or not even how much I paid because I got a hell of a deal on it I'm not gonna tell you what this bait is worth because people would legitimately think that I that I'm insane uh but like another dude was like oh because I was fishing a HUD and this dude was like oh that's really realistic he's like yeah oh wow look at that that thing is cool and this other dude well he really liked the fall of 74 bait wraps that I had my baits in he's like oh those are really cool and I'm like yeah I like them because I just throw a couple baits in and I can be on my way because I was like I'm only gonna fish you know a couple baits I'm not gonna bring my whole tackle box and he was pretty impressed with the bait wraps and then I was showing him some of the baits and he thought those were cool and I'm like yeah this is what because he was like he's like well I want to go after pike even though he caught like a you know a 20 inch trout he's like well I kind of want to go after pike mm, he didn't really have the right setup to go after a pike but I wasn't going to tell him any different and I was like oh yeah like had show was showing him the six inch like bait that I painted and the trout pattern and I'm like yeah they're gonna be like going after like some of the stuff like this or like you know other stuff like big spoons spinner baits you know things of that nature like uh bigger jerk baits things like that and he was like oh yeah 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 that's you know that's cool <laughs> and yeah so I've had pretty positive interactions with people on the water but definitely my goals for this year so I want to catch a pike over 30 inches just like did not do that this year but I also want to fish more this year as well so I want to catch a pike over 30 I want to catch just a monster and I want to catch a trout on a swim bait you know something that's like a glide bait or like a bigger soft plastic swim bait because I don't think those six inch huds or not the six inch huds the uh like six inch mag drafts I don't think those are too terribly big and I have one kind of in a trout pattern like it's like more a shiner pattern but it's kind of got some pink hue to it so it's like kind of trouty so I want to catch a trout on a swim bait what, and it doesn't matter what kind of trout because like if I catch a rainbow awesome if I catch a brown trout even awesomer if I catch a huge brook trout even awesomer if I catch a lake trout on a swim bait I will absolutely lose my fucking mind I will like literally shit a brick I'd be so excited and I am really looking forward to this year and it's going to be quite a 
polar opposite year because it's going to be BF, BFS fishing because that's going to be my main focus when I'm fishing like tiny streams for trout and it's going to be like swim bait fishing when I'm fishing larger bodies of water for anything that'll who's willing to bite something that's on the bigger side anything that wants to eat that New York strip but I'm pretty excited to see where this year goes I am just confirming the final details with my man Trevor Spice Can't Fish for our podcast episode got a webcam coming in pretty excited about it so hopefully one of the next episodes that you'll see you will see a guest and you will see us being in, able to interact with each other and have a conversation which I'm pretty excited for so thank you so much for listening if you do want to support the podcast you can always use that buy me a coffee link and buy me a coffee that'd be that'd be cool that will actually just go into uh, production cost of the podcast so like it's gonna go just right back into the channel making improvements on it maybe get a bike better microphone better setup and go into being able to produce more content for you guys so that'd be super exciting because i love doing this but anyway hope you guys have a good one we'll see you for the next one